Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Everybody, welcome back to the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Lamarco. Today is episode 408 of the Candlestick Kid Fantasy Football Podcast. Shout out to Sky Gawasco and all the great things he's doing over here at TCK. And today's episode, we're going to be doing a weekly analysis segment where it's just be me and you talking about some different ways to view fantasy data. Today is going to be about points per rush attempt. Break down what that means and what that is for fantasy football. But of course, the TCK pod, I just want to make sure you all know that we're now represented by the Believe Podcast Network. Shout out to our friends over at Believe. We're very excited about this opportunity. And if you're interested in working with us and the Believe Network, please reach out to us on any of our social medias. That includes that includes Twitter, at Sky Gawasco and at Bobby Lamarco. Instagram, at FantasyFootball underscore TCKPod. And also at FantasyFootballXFactor for myself. We also have a YouTube channel here. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do so, guys. See the ticker at the bottom? Please leave us a five-star review on YouTube if you're watching with us live right now. I want to make sure that we are always shouting out all of our sponsors here uh, at the TCK Pod. First off, let's jump right into our first one, which is the Red Zone Draft Boards. Visit draftwithredzone.com for more details, guys. This is a full, extensive draft board and packet that you need for your fantasy league. Guys, COVID is on the back end. We are excited to get back together, start doing our fantasy drafts in person, and do that with DraftZone. If you use the promo code TCK, you get 10% off your order. There is a special offer in July, guys, a cheaper offer in July than August. Get your draft boards now. You might be asking, what's in those draft boards? You get a championship ring, the draft board, 400-plus player stickers. You get a customized engraved ring case. You also get a last place sign and more. There's a bunch of stuff on here, guys. And best part, too, is they donate to charity for everything every time they get a draft board paid. So please make sure you're checking out our partners at Red Zone Draft Boards by visiting them at visitdraftwithredzone.com. So now today we're going to be talking a little bit about the analysis I put together recently called points per rush attempt. And essentially to break this down for everybody, I have put together some charts that we'll be talking through today. But I just want to make sure I just break this down for you. By points, I mean fantasy points. So what? how does a player generate fantasy points on rush attempts? So one point for every 10 yards and six points for every touchdown. So, for example, if a player carries the ball 100 times and they get 60 points on those 100 carries, their PPRA, or points per rush attempt, is 0.6. So today we're looking at what is the – you know, career averages of all these players? What's the, like, NFL average of points per rush attempt? Are there outlier players? Do players have outlier seasons? And if they do, does it help us predict regression, positive regression back to a mean, or any just general negative regression back to a mean 
for players to look at breakouts, sleepers, or busts for fantasy football. So I'm pretty excited about this analysis. I put together basically 10 years of running back points per rush attempt data to see if those questions can be answered. Is there anything to it? And the good news is we're doing a podcast, which means there probably is something to it. So today we're going to talk about some of the historical significance of these players and then also talk about 2021 players who could see a positive regression, meaning they can see an enhancement in points per rush attempt, which is going to help them in fantasy. And we'll tell you why. So first off, the one thing I, I have, I'm going to have an article coming out on this full in, in a couple of weeks, but I wanted to jump on the podcast today to talk through it. So basically what we wanted to find out is the average PPRA for all the running backs in the sample. So essentially we collected data from 2011 to 2020, and we found out that 0.58 is usually the typical average fantasy points per rush attempt. So typically for every 100 carries a running back gets, they generate 58 points on those 100 carries. Now that's the average. There's plenty of players who have career averages much higher than that, and there's players that have career averages lower than that. So we just want to make sure we point that out. And this analysis, uh, we're going to be talking about just rush attempts today, but all these analysis, we're going to be doing receptions, points per rece- fantasy points per reception, so FPPRR, fantasy points per reception, later in a different episode. But today's episode is going to be strictly on rushing attempts for running backs. The analysis, we looked at the benchmark of 100 touches. I know it's we're talking about rush attempts today, but the analysis to get more running backs involved, so even those satellite backs that might get 75 to 80 uh, carries, but they do get receptions, we included them in the analysis as well. So our sample size was able to get significant. So we have 219 unique running backs dating back to 2011. Now, for the analysis that you're going to see shortly, the data that was collected in the analysis from 2012 to 2020. So it's 2012 to 2013, all the way through 2019 into the 2020 season, and we'll move forward from there. And then basically the end is going to talk a little bit about the 2021 season. Who's going to be the guys that could see a positive impact by PPRA? Now, the first thing we wanted to do is kind of give you a quick example of what PPRA looks like. So on your screen, what I did here is I wanted to just show you what our analysis and how you can generate another fantasy point by just increasing your PPRA. So on average, we saw about, there was 25 running backs last year, had 200 carries, 200 carries comes out to 12 and a half per game. Okay. So in this example, the 2019 year, the running back had a, the average PPRA of 0.58. They increased their PPRA by 0.08, which is now in 2020.66. As you can see on the far right, that generated 16 more fantasy points. And of course, prior to this year, it's 16 game season. That's one more point per game. So that's kind of the quick example to show you that it doesn't take a lot to generate more fantasy points without additional usage. The best part about PPRA, this is an efficiency metric that we can look at career outliers to see if they can grow back at that points per game back. Do they have outliers? So today's analysis, we're going to look at to see how many teams, how many players actually saw outlier seasons 
And did they get enough? Did they get that bump, that .08 in the PPRA to get a, at least another fantasy point per season? So I know it's a lot of information. We'll talk through it. All you need to really know is, is that to get an additional fantasy point, they need to get .08, which is what I use in the analysis. So when we talk about it today on your screen, if you're listening to the podcast, I suggest that you go check this out on YouTube because we're showing you graphics on here to really break this down. So as you can see on the far left side of your screen, that's the previous year. And then the right, the second column is the next year. So 2012 into 2013, 2013 into 2014. The third column, average number of outliers per year. This is the average number of players who saw a, 10% difference than their career PPRA. So, for example, if a player averages 0.58 for their career and then they had an outlier season of 10% or more, so, for example, they dropped all the way down to 0.49 or 0.48 one season, we wanted to figure out, do they regress back to their career norms? So the first thing we had to identify was how many running backs do actually see outlier years. So the good news is for the analysis, there's there's running backs who do. There's really good running backs who average like 0.75 PPRA, and then they drop down to 0.65 for a year. Do they go back up? That's the stuff we're looking at today. So in the analysis, we do identify that there is some outlier seasons for running backs. It comes out to about 20.9 per year and 167 in the sample size. So that's how many running backs from 2011 to 2020 had an outlier year on the record. For this analysis part, though, we're looking at 2012 as the first year all the way through 2020. Of those seasons, of those outlier seasons, the average outlier season for those running backs in the sample, the 167, is 0.45. So that means that for every 100 rush attempts, they averaged 45 fantasy points in those seasons. Okay? The next year, so now I want to make sure we understand that next year, not every running back in the sample played the following year. So in the sample we're talking about today, in the thir- in the f- next column, in the middle column we're talking about here, if you're listening to the podcast, this column is called average number of running backs who qualified the following year. So some running backs retire after having an outlaw year. Some players get hurt. Others only see maybe 10 to 20 touches in the next year. Those running backs did not qualify for the sample. Essentially, we're trying to find meaningful touches, meaning anything like 50 to 100. They had to continue to see meaningful touches for them to then get back in the analysis. So roughly about 73% of the running backs who had outlier years saw meaningful touches the following year. Most of them had 100 touches again. Some fell under, but we included those in the sample to get a better sample size. So 73% of running backs who had outlier seasons played the next year and had meaningful touches. The average PPRA for those running backs was 0.61. Now hear me correctly. That means that in the outlier year, the previous year when they had the outlier year, their average PPRA was 0.45. The next year, because they had the outlier year and they regressed back to their mean in a positive manner, That means their PPRA was 0.61. That's a 36% increase. That means on 100 touches, let's say, 
apologize. 100 carries. On 100 carries, the previous year, those 100 carries, they generated 45 fantasy points. The following year, those same 100 carries, they generated 61 fantasy points. So if a running back carried the ball 200 times in back-to-back seasons, they averaged two more points per game in fantasy, just in PPRA regressing back to their career norms. So that's huge. That means that you don't need to predict a increase in touches to see a better fantasy season for these running backs. Now, the next question we had to address is how many of those running backs actually saw the increase of at least 0.08. We wanted to make sure, yes, the average is great. You know, basically in the sample size, we saw a lot of running backs who had outlier, bad outlier seasons regress back in a big way the following year. But we want to make sure that this is predictable. To do that, we wanted to hit seven, we need to hit about, about 70%. So that means 70% of the running backs who had meaningful touches after an outlier year had to hit 0.08 to qualify. That means per every 200 touches, they gained one more fantasy point per game. In the metric, and I'm not making this up, exactly 70% hit the metric. So that means 70% of the running backs who had outlier seasons the year prior gained at least 0.08 in fantasy uh, in points per running rush attempt with the average being actually uh, 1.16. So that's good news. That means this, this is actually kind this is predictive. This means that typically we can say if a running back has a bad season in PPRA an outlier year that we could see them get a solid bump the next season. Now that's a lot of information. Now, I understand. So the good news is, is that roughly of the the 73% the next year, so if you have an outlier season, we know going into the year about 73% are playing again. They're going to get meaningful touches. They're starters, right? So the guys we're going to talk about today that are positive regression candidates, we know off the bat that they – are going to get meaningful touches. So we know going into the season, they're probably going to get touches. We know that they can actually improve on their fantasy stats. Let me give you an example of a player who actually improved in 2020. So a lot of us know Alvin Kamara had a little bit of a down year in 2019. Now, in the article, I talk about how Alvin Kamara did have injuries. But the thing is, Alvin Kamara did not see a change in his carries per game. Very small. His carries in 2019 were 12.2 carries per game. That number jumps to 12.5 in 2020. So Kamara did not see any additional – not a lot of additional carries. But the fantasy points he generated on those carries. So his PPRA went from 0.64, which was roughly – 0.19 0.19 less than his career average. His career average at the time was 0.85. So his career PPRA to this date is 0.85. He had an outlier season in 2019 of 0.64. Last year, he bounced back in a big way and went to 1.01. That is an out, that is a crazy season. He's actually a candidate to be to be a regression candidate the other way this year. But for today, 
He's our, he's our example of a player who saw a big bounce back in 2020 without seeing more touches. His touches only went up. Uh, his carries only went up 0.3. But his fantasy points he generated went from 12 uh, 7.8 points per game on rushing attempts in 2019 to 12.6. That means that helped him increase from 15 points per game in 2019 to 22.4 in half point PPR in 2020. Now, this is awesome because, you know, Kamara was a good example of he was being drafted still at the five, top five pick. But knowing he had this outlier season in PPRA, we could have better predicted him as a top three pick, maybe behind only McCaffrey, maybe as top two pick behind only McCaffrey, if we knew he was going to get back closer to his career norms. So now that we know that it works, especially on high end guys, it does work in middle tier players as well. And we'll talk about some of the guys today that can be progression candidates or sorry, positive regression candidates or whatever terminology you want to use guys that should improve in PPRA, which should directly impact their fantasy season. So first guy I want to talk about today is a, as a positive regression candidate is Zeke Elliott. So in 2020, his PPRA was 0.55. His career average is 0.64 meaning he had a negative 16% decrease in his PPRA last year. If we apply his career PPRA, so his points per rush attempt, to his carries from last year, and no additional usage, no additional carries, we just apply his career PPRA to his 2020 carries. He goes from 13.7 points per game in 2020 to 15.2. And based on Zeke playing 15 games, he would have finished as the RB7 last year in fantasy. Now, this is notable because we we know that now going into the year, he's probably going to be ahead of a lot of guys that had monster season like Jonathan Taylor and David Montgomery, who were expecting some type of, you know, with Marlon Mack back and tougher schedules, you might now want to take Zeke ahead of them because of this bump and points per game just on his efficiency alone. This does not take into account that the offense could be better. He could get more work in the ground game. This is only just saying that if he just gets back to his career average in PPRA, he's going to jump from 13.7 to 15.2 points per game this year. So that's definitely makes Zeke a solid buy in fantasy. We know that based on these metrics, he's already probably going to be a rock solid RB7 in fantasy this year. The next player is Austin Eckler. Now, some of the things that make these guys great too. So, and I should backtrack. For Zeke, it's the offensive line getting healthy, and it's also Dak getting healthy as well. So those factors also give you a lot of confidence that he can bounce back. The same thing goes for Austin Eckler. The improvements on the offensive line, bringing over Corey Lindsley, bringing over veterans guards Matt Filer and Ode Adugie and also drafting Rashawn Slater in the first round. These factors going into this year are a reason why we're very confident that he could improve on his PPRA. But Eckler is the next guy on the list. His 2020 PPRA was 0.51. His career average is 0.64. That's a actually 25% lower than his career. And then if you look at if you look at Eckler's nine full games he played, he played one game in 2020, he had two carries 
and got hurt. We take that game out. He averaged 15.2 points per game last year in the nine full games he played. That's already top 10. That's Joe Mixon. That's talking about, you know, that's top 10 points per game from last year. And if you extrapolate that for 16 games, that's top eight running back numbers. But if he gets back to his career points per rush attempt, he improves from 15.2 to 16.8. That would tie him as the RB5 with Aaron Jones and Nick Chubb last year. So just getting back to his career average PPR right, Austin Eckler can flirt with top five value in fantasy this year. That's why I love Austin Eckler. The improvements on the offensive line, the new coaching staff that really utilizes running backs, Joe Lombardi coming over, uh, similar to what he did with the Saints with Alvin Kamara. So Austin Eckler, I love him as a rock-solid first-round pick, and he could easily, based on our projections for PPRA, getting back to his career norm, could be up there with Nick Chubb and Aaron Jones last year as a top-five running back in points per game. The next guy on our list is an interesting one. It's actually Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds, uh, last year he had an outlier season. He had .52 PPRA. His career average is .66. That's a 27% decrease on his average. Now, Edmonds might not see a big volume uptick, but he probably will see more than his 97. He could be a running back that gets into the 100 uh, carry range. Something I find interesting about this, though, with Chase Edmonds is that he had very, very big uh, PPRA seasons the first two seasons. Then last year, he got about 37 more carries, and we saw a dip in his PPRA efficiency. So, But if we apply his career average of 0.66 to his carries from last year, he goes from 8.8 points per game and half point PPR to 9.6 points per game and half point PPR. 9.6 would put him in the top 25 range, right where J.D. McKissick was last year. It's probably right exactly there. So he'd be in that fringe RB2 for the season because he played 16 games. Now, with Chase Edmonds and James Conner coming over, if Chase Edmonds can improve. So what I looked at, I just thought maybe, what if he gets to 125 carries? So he goes from 97 to 125 and he gets back to his career PPRA, then his points per game would jump to 10.8 points per game or 172 fantasy points. That would be roughly the RB17 in 2020. So if we start hearing camp reports about Chase Edmond getting more work as a lead back, being more of a 1A, if he can get closer to the 125 carry mark, which isn't even that much when you think about it, he could be – flirt with top 20 value based on just getting back to his career PPRA. And the fourth and final positive regression candidate we're going to talk about today is Raheem Mostert. Trey Sermon comes into town. He's a new hotness. I totally get it. But Raheem Mostert is someone we're all forgetting about how explosive he was last year and the years prior. And he actually had a bad season in PPRA. So Raheem Mostert, career average, uh, his 2020 PPRA was 0.62. His career average is actually 0.82, which is one of the best in the metric that I have. That's a 32% dip in PPRA. If we apply his career average to his 20, 20 touches, his points per game goes from 11.7 to 14.3. 
14.3 is top 15 running back numbers. That is better than Chris Carson, for example, on a points per game basis. Now, his first two seasons, he was at 0.91 and 0.94. That is outworldly. That is like top 10 PPRA metric of all time. Uh, he is fantastic. So this was a significant drop-off. So when I include the career average, I include the most current year because I want to see if there's a career app. Av- the average comes out. Those really spiked years and those low years, they even out in the end because you'll start seeing a trend So somewhere in the middle. But he's still at 0.82 for his career. That is a notable thing because he's starting to slip in drafts as Trey Sermon's on the rise. If Raheem Moster is being told that he's going to get you 12 carries a game uh, in that range with Trey Sermon, keep in mind, Trey Sermon could still be a thing. Trey Sermon could step in and be the lead guy, and, and Mahoster could be a, a 1B. And if he gets you between that 10 and 12 range, similar to what he was on last year, that jump in points per game is just going to make him a solid fantasy player. So even Mostert's one of those guys who doesn't need 20-plus touches because he's so good on a per-touch basis or per-carry basis in this scenario. He's so good that he can be a flex player even if he is a 1B and getting between, you know, roughly 11 to 12 carries a game. So that does it for all our main highlights for today, the guys that we think are going to bounce back in PPRA. Now, before I talk a little bit more about Regression Gate, let's talk a little bit about another one of our sponsors. And I want to talk a little bit about Bomb Banana Hot Sauce. Go to SeekTheSpice.com and try out Bomb Banana Hot Sauce. If you guys didn't do it for July 4th, I'm disappointed in you, but that's okay. We got, you know, summer all along. We want to make sure that we're trying out new things. It's a banana base, not banana flavored. So please make sure you go check out Bomb Banana Hot Sauce. Use the promo code TCK. For 10% off your order. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to put my, I'm going to, I'm doing it. I'm going to order another bottle. I'm going to order the Mui Mui. And I'm going to, next time I go on the show, not today, because I'm doing another podcast later with a special guest. We'll drop a hint. But I'm going to have some bomb banana hot sauce for you on the air next week. And we're going to test it out live. Not a big hot sauce guy, but you know what? I'm going to support my own sponsors. And then also want to talk a little bit about the Jersey Jungle. Guys, if you haven't done this already, if you've been listening to our podcast and you don't follow the Jersey Jungle, shame on you. Start following them on Instagram at the Jersey Jungle. Please just, if even if you're not going to buy a jersey yet, just go on to their, follow them and look, look at their stories because they keep posting. Every time they get a new shipment, they show it on their stories. You can check them out. And the best part too is if you see something you like, you now can use the TCK promo code to get 10% off one jersey, two jerseys, or 15% off three jerseys. So go check out the Jersey Jungle, guys. Use your code, promo code TCK, and you can get money off. <clears throat> Once again, guys, I'm Bobby Lamarco, the Fantasy Football X Factor, brought to you by – this is the TCK Pod, episode 408, points per rush attempt. If you guys have questions, go DM me on at Fantasy Football X Factor. Follow me on Twitter at Bobby Lamarco. Make sure you go reach out to Sky. Make sure you look, reach out to Lucas and Dweez and Jordan, new guy on our team. Make sure you're following everybody on Instagram, on Twitter. You're following us. But make sure you check out points per rush attempt. You know, Zeke, Austin Eckler, Raheem Most, Chase Edmonds. Are you buying any of these, these guys in 2021? Leave a comment. But I appreciate you guys taking the time of the day joining me. Uh, once again, this is Bobby Lamarco. 
And I appreciate you guys. It's episode 408, points per rush attempt. This episode was brought to you by our friends over at the Believe Network. Thanks again, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.